0: friend Charles Opperman, who was on our last podcast, is uh, unfortunately taking a bit of a turn for the worse. And uh, I'll read you from the latest Facebook post. By the way, when he was on with us, he was so upbeat and positive and trying to get the word out to take this seriously. But as I was listening to him, part of me was like, That was like when um, Steven Tyler was saying, don't do drugs. And I'm like, well, drugs made you happy. (laughs) You know what I mean? And Chuck was like, this is very serious, but he was so upbeat, and he's taken so much time to tell people all about it. And so tonight... yeah,
1: he sounded great. I mean, on the air, except the occasional, you know, pneumonia-filled lung cough every now right. and then might have been a clue. But well, but, but I, I mean, and he, I,
0: did you think as I was thinking that? Well, I'm glad he's in there and being looked after. But you know, he sounds pretty good
1: yeah he sounded really upbeat, more upbeat than I was and I was sitting here perfectly healthy i mean he's he's laying on a hospital bed and sounded uh, sounded thrilled thrilled to be alive and I guess you are and spike too I mean what an, what a what an hour is that last hour between you two guys you've both kind of uh, you're, you're dealing with a life and life and life let's just call it that but dealing with uh, some really serious health challenges and uh, uh, and I'm praying for you both. So Chuck's latest is that he's, he's not going to be talking to us again. Uh, certainly today.
0: I'm looking at, uh, yeah, his last post I'm looking was yesterday at three in the afternoon, roughly. And the most recent post is one hour ago from Anthea, his ex-wife, who's a great person. And they're, uh, they're, they're really good together and good co-parents. And uh, what does Anthea say? She says, Charles has been moved to the ICU. They have changed his mask from the very rigid one that takes up his whole face to a more comfortable nose-mouth mask. He was resting comfortably uh, when I spoke with the nurse around 545 Eastern. So that is a couple hours ago from when we were recording. He did need to be maintained on oxygen during the move. He can't talk very much anymore. It makes his O2 level drop. He tires easily. The hospital does not permit personal belongings aside from his backpack. Um, I wonder. Hold on a second. Hmm. Oh, that was eight hours ago. Okay, I'm coming back to this. Facebook, if you push the wrong, uh, spot of the Facebook screen, it yeah. starts showing you a cat video every time.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, unfortunately it says, un- unfortunately he couldn't keep any of the gifts that were sent to him. All right. Okay. Part of the transfer That's of the, the second half unit. of that sentence Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, he promptly asked the nurse to hang it up for him, uh, a sign that his son sent that says dad. Um, yeah. Yeah. As a visual reminder of the strength, They're giving him another for.
0: plasma transfusion this, this evening. Yeah. And, um, basically, uh, it's going to be a watch now to try and keep him off the ventilator if they can. So... And now, turning to health problems closer <laughs> and to now.
3: sports. <laughs> no, let's
0: all pray for our friend, Chuck Oppen.
1: We will, uh, and you me. gotta say, I mean, we know him personally, and we know he's a great man, but if you don't know him personally, the fact that his ex-wife and him still get along is all you need to know. That's, that's uh, kind uh, of it. Know, yeah. It, 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 yeah, great Yeah, if, uh, if uh, the, the person who divorced you is still your friend, and I can talk from experience with my dad, you're a pretty good, pretty good man, I think. Right.
0: Uh, so Spike, we spoke the other day, and of course you dropped the bombshell on us that you had a heart attack, and are you okay?
2: Yeah, it was my dog. <laughs> that was a dog? She's, it was my dog, <laughs> sorry. My dog um, took this harder than anybody. Yeah, we, we, I can was, hear. I was gone for three days, and I, you know, she's had her, her um, chin, her face on my knee ever since I got home from the hospital. Mm. she's oh, oh, literally oh, slept there with her chin on my on my oh, knee that's a nice I stopped rubbing her head for a moment and she she bitched
0: <laughs> unconditional love that's what animals teach us
2: <laughs> i tell you they say that that's the difference between an undis, between a, if you want to know the meaning of unconditional love lock your girlfriend in your trunk for an hour and see what the reaction is when you open your trunk because when you open your trunk for your dog you know i blew that joke i'm really sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> he licks your face
2: yes <laughs> you know no do you know that joke
0: yeah i don't but if, she's if, not gonna if, lick your face i can <laughs> tell you that <laughs>
2: All right,
0: so, Spike, when we talked the other night, I'm, I i was just in such shock and also concerned for you.
2: I appreciate that.
0: That I realized that I was a terrible interviewer because we didn't <laughs> really get the story from you that might benefit other people. Okay. And the story uh, that I wanted to know was, because we basically... We found out you were supposed to get on a ferry. Fortunately, you didn't get on that ferry. So you were able to get yourself to the hospital and you got a COVID test because they have to do that. And then you had the stents put in and all of that. But I found myself wondering later, the part that I always wonder is, what's the moment like that you realize something is happening? What were you feeling? What are the warning signs? What can you tell people so they know they might be having a heart attack?
2: Well, the, the last time I did this, and I kind of mentioned this on Monday's, or Tuesday's podcast, um, the last time I had heart blockage, I felt symptoms. And the symptoms I felt were um, a dull, thick aching in both my arms and my hands, hmm. and a feeling inside my jaw, like I like I had been chewing beef jerky for hours and hours, like your jaw was tired and aching.
0: Interesting, so, because you can it's relate not to that. the heart that you're feeling.
2: What you're feeling is a lack of circulation. Okay. You've got a blocked artery, and you're not getting blood flow. Right. And those are, um, you know, primary arteries that are that are being deprived of blood and oxygen. Um, and last time I did, I went through this. I felt the symptoms, and I got checked out, and they did a preemptive, um, you know, examination. They found blockage, they cleared it, they put stents in, and right. I, you know, dodged the the, the, the my my doctor then, um, Dr. Demopoulos. Um, Told me that he had. I had what they called the widowmaker because it was a, a bad situation, mm. but that I caught it early because I paid attention to the symptoms. This time, I can honestly tell you that I ignored symptoms around the holidays. I felt around this around Christmas. My, yeah, I felt this around the Christmas holidays. The same thing. I've, I felt. I felt something. Yeah, I felt a shortness of breath. I felt a thickness and an aching in my arms, and you know, and I was just. I was arrogant and stupid. Well, before and you I, give and yourself
0: I, those words and, and I don't want to
2: steal the, to the <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, because I don't believe anybody is that I believe that we have reasons for, you know, not wanting to face something. And I don't know if it's arrogance or stupidity. Um, it's emotional for sure. Um, and maybe it's not wanting to put our loved ones through it. Maybe it's, um, hoping that we're exaggerating it in our own heads, you know, wishful thinking. I would call it right. spin spin. It was, yeah. <laughs> cause you wouldn't be the only guy spinning these days. Right. No, so that's
2: true. Yeah. And, and when that happened in the, around the holidays, which are always stressful, you know, um, the job I'd been working at for about a year and a half with a social media marketing company, I was, I was told people about that company kind of blew up. Mm and i was unemployed again you know and not sure what the future was going to look like so
0: did you think then that it maybe it was stress
2: yeah okay yeah
0: i mean you weren't um, like, like to be stupid and arrogant you'd have to be saying to yourself heart attack my no it's going to disappear like magic it's not anything you'd have to well, like that's,
2: <laughs> well that's kind of what i was you know i wasn't quite that tone but i was saying to myself you know if i just calm down yeah relax
0: why I've got rest. the best blood flow of anybody in the history of man you know you'd have to be like literally be able to lie to yeah. yourself and believe yourself right
1: and we've yeah. all grown up we've all grown up watching Sanford and son we've seen Fred Sanford have how many heart yeah. attacks and and it yeah. goes away you know I mean so you start you think uh, well this is something that you know I don't feel good now but I'll lay down and feel a little better. By the way, Dr. Nemopolis man, he's the king of- You know uh, him? Uh, my mom was one of his first. I think I've still, eaten at
0: his diner. Isn't it a great diner? <laughs> she, <laughs> he's got she, the best- she, she, yeah. <laughs>
1: she is still going strong. And she was some of, I mean, some of his early work from decades yeah. ago. Yeah. And uh, so he's a great heart doctor. But that well, was six retired. months ago. Yeah. That was six no, months
0: yeah, ago. Yeah, that was six so months right. ago. Right. Yeah, I know. So now take and, us and back it, to, you're about to get on the ferry don't get on the ferry and you're probably annoyed that you have to drive around to go to the peninsula right
2: yeah and i um you know i was annoyed because we we're staying in the rental house and it's literally three minutes from the from the boat mm. and so we you know i looked i looked online at the ferry uh cameras you can check the dock length and the wait times and whatnot mm. i said okay we by can the way if anyone's just tuning
0: about. in from the east coast when he says he looked online at the ferry cameras He's talking about uh webcams <laughs> that show you the parking lot of the waiting uh to get on these oh, boats which go I across we have
2: an audience that doesn't have a ferry yeah puget right.
0: sound those boats are called ferry boats but people in seattle because we're so you know progressive we just call them the ferries. okay fairies
2: so um i had every intention of making this boat um, we were going to go see some friends on the on the peninsula well, you know, as we're trying to walk out the door, I get this. Well, don't forget that. Don't forget this. Don't yeah. forget this. And Love that. I'm watching the minutes tick away yeah. and I'm getting more irritated, more irritated. And we pull down to the ferry docks and they're loading the boat, but you got to go around and get in line again. And there's nobody in line, but I said to Melissa, well, we're not going to make this boat. So I, I could tell, you know, hmm. and I, it was, it was too close and I didn't want to wait an hour in a, you know, in a line for the next boat. Okay. Oh, so once you're said, stuck well, in is- the
0: line, you have to wait for the next boat.
2: Yeah it's like okay we'll we'll just drive around and uh we were going to stop by our house you know to on the way to get the things you
0: didn't remember to bring after you got the five other things you didn't remember to bring before you got in the car
2: well there's nothing at our house uh, the 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 home except painters oh
0: you mean instead of your rental you were going back to your actual house
2: because it was on the way and we like to stop by every day and grab the mail Yeah, yeah yeah you know uh, we don't like to leave the mail sitting. There. I suppose we're going to be gone for a couple of days. Right. Um, on the way to the house, I just felt um, a sh- I, I kept feeling a shortness of breath, um, and it became harder and harder to breathe, and it became to a point where it was literally um, it was it was laborious for it. it I mean, I, I had to force myself to breathe. Did you think maybe this is coronavirus? Um, no, I knew no. what it was. Oh, you did. I, I knew I knew this was my heart. Um, I started sweating and I felt the pain in my arms and my neck. Mm. And it's about a 10 minute drive from the ferry terminal, the ferry boat terminal to our, our home. Um, when we got there, um, I stepped out of the car and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just. Right. You know, see if a will pass. Yeah. Um, and Melissa's like, what's going on? What's wrong? And, 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 I, and I looked terrible. I was sweating. I said, I think I'm having a, a slight heart attack. She's like, you didn't okay. want to alarm her. Well, no, I, no, I, I mean, I, 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 confessed to her cause I thought that's what it was. And I thought right. about whether I should tell her or not.
0: Right. Right. And, told and, and you look, you're sweetest husband in the world that way. You don't want to alarm your wife. You don't want to freak her out. Did you use that word slight heart attack?
2: Yeah. Hmm. I said, this is something's up. I, said, I think I'm having a mild, a mild heart attack, I think.
0: I think I have a slight bullet wound. I think a heart attack is an emergency. <laughs> Sorry.
2: She um, yeah, she immediately went to, let's go, go in the hospital. I'm like, no, yeah. no, 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 it's not
0: necessary. It's, it's not bad. that bad, just, yeah, it's only a slight I said,
2: and, I, and 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 I got really sharp with her and I snapped at her. I said, let, yeah. me, just, let me just stand here for a minute, okay? Give me just give me a damn minute, let me mm. just stand here for a minute. You know, and I, I've got myself, you know, bent over the car hood, you know, with my head down, mm. trying to draw breath. And she's like, okay, we don't have to go to the hospital. She goes, I'll just call an ambulance. If you don't want me to drive you, because I'm going because you're going to the damn hospital, right, right. And at that point, I said, "Okay, drive me." And we and we drove about. It's about twelve to twelve. So you, you didn't get an ambulance ride? No, she drove me. Okay, she drove me. I mean, by the um, time by, you by wait time for we, the ambulance, it's yeah. smarter
0: to drive you. So I get that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and we went to um, the UW Medical Center at Northwest Hospital here in Seattle. And how were you feeling um, along the ride? It got. It kept getting harder and harder. Okay. And harder. So
0: you're not relieved that you're headed for a hospital. It's getting well,
2: worse. I, I am relieved that I'm heading to a hospital because now that I've admitted to her and myself what this is, I, I, I'm fully aware of what this is. And, you know, and she, she can't come in the hospital.
0: Oh, because of COVID-19.
2: She, yeah. She's got, um, she's got her own heart condition. Right. She's got her own, you know, situations to worry about. So she literally pulls up the emergency room and opens a door and I, and I, you know, stumble into the emergency room you know st- i walked like fred sanford joe i mean that's what i was walking like were you know?
0: thinking about fred sanford because if you'd gone in doing a fred sanford impression that'd be <laughs>
1: elizabeth, elizabeth it's the big one it's the big one i'm coming Elizabeth.
0: except that's the worst thing you could do when you're having a no, heart attack you no, can't do well that. i walked
2: yeah. in i walked in and luckily there was really nobody in the emergency room there was one per- one person waiting there you know um and i said lady i'm having a heart attack and she's like, okay. I said, and I, and I stood there and I kind of leaned against the counter and kind of put my head in my hands. Mm. And and said, she's like, well, can you can you walk in here? I said, I I think I can I can walk. She goes, do you need a wheelchair? I'm like, yes, I do. So, but but I, they they came and they escorted me just past the admissions desk right. the first. So they didn't stop room. to
0: take your insurance card and check on your birthday and do all of. Well, the- they,
2: they 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 did all those things while they got my vital signs, while okay, they you it. know took my temperature, my blood pressure. And what was um, your blood pressure we, do you remember oh i don't remember it was it was like 150 over 110 or something oh that's high yeah yeah, yeah it was it was bad right um but what, it from the time and they asked me about insurance and yes i've got insurance and this i don't know my cards in my wallet and and the from from walking in the door of the emergency room within seven to eight minutes ten minutes i was lying i was in, I was in an exam room in the emergency room and they were like, okay, let's let's take your shirt off, let's take let's, let's take your pants, let's, let's get you stripped down, because yeah. they knew I was I was, and it kept getting harder and harder to breathe as I'm lying and there. And you're telling as I'm them this down. as it's happening, right? And, and yeah, and they're and they're aware, and I, and, and so they put in, put me on oxygen, those little that little nose, the tube, you know tube thing that goes into your nose, and that made it a little bit easier to breathe, you know. But um, as I'm as I'm going there, and they they put they got an EKG. They put the, the little stickers on. Oh yeah, you, that's when they're going to find hook out the, the electrodes real, and, real deal. And they find out that, yeah, my heart's got, it, something's going on, right. um, and within, like I said, within 20 minutes, 25 minutes of me walking in the door, they're wheeling me into the procedure. And I was terrified. Um, I broke down crying at one point, as, as they were as they were turning up the, they had given me a shot for uh, to numb the area. They were going to go in through my wrist and having gone through this before I knew what to expect, they were gonna they were gonna send a catheter, a camera right. up through my wrist, all the way into my heart and take a look at the what what, what right. at the at the arteries.
0: Do, do you mind if I go a little Barbara Walters on you and go back to the no, emotion? No, no, no.
2: Yeah. So how well how
0: oh, never mind, I'm not gonna try to do her. So um you said you tell, were ter- tell us about this. Yeah. Tell us about <laughs> your uh Feelings. your reasoning behind waiting uh on the fairway i'm sorry i've tried to come up with all the right no, no, no. <laughs> as many r's and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, you said you were terrified and you started crying why i'm curious
2: um i thought i was gonna die okay i genuinely thought i was gonna die it, it, it was I've, I've never felt anything like this before in my life
0: this was this, this was i hate to once again quote that tv show but this was the big one as far as you were
2: concerned um, you know i I'm on my back um, I've got oxygen in my nose mm. it's harder and harder and, and harder to breathe right as they've as they' wheeling me into this thing and I'm lying there and they've taken me from the gurney to the to the operating table right you know and they're not cracking my chest open they're just going to go in through my arm luckily right. um, and 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 there was a moment when they were about to get started and I could feel I could literally feel this tube going up my arm. You know, through my vein, and and, and and through my shoulder. Now, do they I give you them. anything,
0: or they want yeah. you fully alert, or what do they give you?
2: Well, I, um, they gave me a numbing. You know, they I mean, me Joe would be anesthetic. asking
0: for the nitrous, right, Joe?
2: Oh, you'd want more than that. Uh-huh. I
1: mean, you got to yeah. you got to go with the uh, what's that liquid diluted is where you start, and then
0: you take it from there. Isn't know, that going to slow down his heart? I don't know if they can give him that.
1: Well, I, 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 I don't, don't know.
2: either.
1: Hmm. I know Part that when, of they, what, when
2: yeah.
0: ahead
1: part of part of what i would be thinking and i'm I'm sure you weren't but i would be thinking man i wish i was in a you know like a top-notch place now i know they did a great job and i know that
0: they're probably awesome. Really? Joe it, out there on uh, Mercerat, but Joe on well, Bellevue, this would well, not be good well, enough for you.
2: Well, well I'm just Where, where'd saying. You to, where'd you go to school, Doc? Oh, really? <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, really. I mean, it's it's it's, a, okay. it's kind of a satellite hospital now. That I'm Green sure, River I mean, Community College, they, uh, huh? I didn't know Green River had a uh, cardiac program. Honestly, great. They did great, but I, I'm switching actually my doctor right now. I'm going to a new doctor I've never met uh-huh. because I want to be in the Overlake system, and I'm a little biased. My wife so you pick there, your, So you
0: pick your doctors and your hospitals the way you pick schools for your children joe that's smart i think
1: well i dumb, think I, yeah. I, you know i want to be uh, when something happens I, and who knows where you're going to be i may be in spokane if something were to happen and, right. and you right, know right. You, you don't you don't have a choice but part of me would be thinking how many hearts has this guy done he's working up here at, you know the little <laughs> hospital
0: uh, I get that. I get that, but it's no time to ask. I've done her. a
2: couple of pig hearts and a baboon.
0: They're really, really similar.
2: Yeah. Really similar.
0: So, all right. So you're, it's, ha- it's highly emotional. You are actually worried and afraid. And, are you thinking I, yeah, about I, your, I, your, I, your wife outside? What are you thinking about?
2: Well, um, I, yeah. And I, and I kept telling him, I said, can, can someone call my wife and tell her what's going on? Cause mm. she's outside. She can't come in. She's got compromised immunity. She's got a heart condition. You know, can somebody go tell her can let you text her, know that, her or anything? That, um, I there was no signal in there.
0: Oh, great! Uh, uh, one, one Joe, of the, one I'm of with you. Friends. I would pick a hospital with good signal
2: first. Good Wi-Fi. <laughs> I mean, you're going.
1: Doctor Demopoulos was the undisputed king of hearts. I okay. mean, he was the guy for thousands of yeah. people, and and I understand yeah. he's retired now. But you yeah. know, if you've had that, if that's what you're comparing heart doctors to, mm. I, you know, a part of me would be wondering a little bit about, you know, who who am I put my my life's hands into it obviously they well, were awesome because we're sitting here, yeah. here you talking yeah. about it a few days later
2: well at that moment where i couldn't breathe and something was something needed to be done immediately i'd have let the janitor go in i'm telling you I, it's not like i would have i mean it's that's easy to say now but right. and I, I trusted these people com- com- complicitly you know i mean or completely you know well the part implicitly. i'm wondering
1: about too is you you started it six months ago and you said you felt this. Now, something's telling me, you probably haven't had six months of perfect health. Is this something that's been happening a little bit off and on or had you not had any other warnings up until the, you know, a few days ago from, from Christmas to a few days ago, how were how things?
2: Um, there was a moment where I was um, moving heavy stones in our yard and I felt that thick ache in my arms. You know, I, I, now that I think back to it and, I, and acknowledge that, yeah, I recognized it then too. And I knew something uh, that I'd, I had ignored my situation and something mm. was bad again,
0: but, you know, um, uh, but, and here, this is something that, to point out for everybody listening from uh, roughly March 13th until roughly recently, a couple of weeks ago, no matter what you had, you're going to think long and hard before you take yourself to a hospital, right? Yeah. And so, I wonder if you were avoiding seeing a doctor, or if just even in the best of times you would have done the same thing.
2: Well, I I can honestly tell you that it, that the thought of going to a hospital during the pandemic was not a factor for me. I didn't I didn't ignore its symptoms because I was worried about catching covid or let you know let them save those ppes for the sick people you know they, i don't know how many gloves they can spare um i was actually if i if i'm being honest with you too and i will because mm-hmm. there's nobody else i would ever talk to about this stuff luckily we only have a couple dozen people that listen to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> a couple thousands. A, what, a thousand whatever yeah, you know.
0: um, it's in the thousands now by the way so i was Did, I we're was all close friends about- we're all family go ahead
2: I was more worried about racking up tens of thousands of dollars in hospital bills. Ah, you know what? Of course. I mean, because I know I've got insurance, but that doesn't mean I'm going to walk in, show them a card and not get a bill. I know better than that.
0: And by the way, I'm the same way now, not because I can't afford it because I'm cheap. And I mean, it's because I'm cheap and I can gotten angry at all these bills. I've seen how high the co-pays are. And then I look and see what my insurance company was billed. And I think the whole system is broke. And so I, I went to my first doctor's appointment the other day and I thought the whole thing was a waste of time and I shouldn't have gone. You on the other hand, you needed to go.
2: Well, you know, when, when I, when I said to Melissa, I think this is what this is. And she's like, I'm not taking any fucking Pardon yeah, me, Joe. Yeah. I'm not taking any chance with you. Freaking
0: chances. So, yeah, uh, um, okay. So you're in there. They run the thing up your arm. Do they talk to you while they're doing this? Or do you basically just, is your job to zone out and just try to relax and breathe?
2: Um, they're asking me how I'm feeling. Is is the breathing out? Can you breathe? Okay. Or is it getting harder to breathe? Are things, are things mm-hmm. the same? Are they, are they worse? Can you feel this? Are you in any discomfort from what we're doing to you? They're they're monitoring how I'm moving, okay. And they're giving me progress as they go. Okay, we found what we're doing. We're putting a balloon in. We're opening up the artery. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna so they tell you in. what
0: they found. We found some blockage. Yeah. We're going to be able yeah. to open it up. Do they encourage you? Do just say just a couple stents, no problem. You know, lube job, well, they didn't, oil well, change. No, they didn't, no,
2: of... no, because they weren't sure. You know, they weren't sure what they were going to find. Right. You know, They they found blockage and they didn't know what opening it up would do.
0: Okay, so they, even know, they, that's they, risky. They, at that moment, yeah, you could go yeah. badly.
2: You know, um, and I did find out afterward that the doctor um, who did the surgery, the procedure, because it wasn't really surgery, it was a you know a procedure. It's yeah. a, it's a catheter, not not a, not a scalpel driven yeah, thing. Not a knife. Driven thing. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. But he's uh, this guy from and the technician that that was with me, the guy that held my hand as I was, you know, you know, I said, I said to him, "Man, please, I don't want to die here today. You know, I got I got people who need me. I got things." You I got said to do. that. Yeah.
0: And it was a guy holding um, your hand, yeah. because you're in a very progressive said, he said, he said, city, said, Seattle, and <laughs> guys can hold guys' hands.
2: He, again, I'd help Do you. Look at him and go, I'd like yet. to request
0: a female holding my hand, please. Yeah,
2: no, not at all, yeah. man. And I think I mentioned to you, this guy was a photographer at the UW when, I was, when we were the uh, oh, yeah, near yeah. at The Rock. Yeah. Um, and He said, I took a picture of you and Ed Cunningham back in 91 at the wow. championship, and okay. um, he goes, I can't believe you're here. You know, so, but it was, that was Bill. And uh, he actually came up and talked to me on Sunday. He came up Sunday morning to check on how I was doing. And
0: you were in the hospital for how many days? Just two. Just two.
2: I got in, I got there about 1130 Saturday morning and I was discharged at 11 o'clock on Monday.
0: Wow. So it says that stent procedure is amazing. It it wasn't so long ago that they would automatically crack your chest open, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if you were Larry King, never had a shot at a stent. Bill Clinton, <laughs> no, right. Yeah, right this way, Mr. President, then they bring out the but saw. Also,
2: you know, yeah. um, also, you know, it, my, my situation wasn't something that they were going to have to do a bypass right. or, or replace or repair an artery
0: and, and you know, nothing exploded to your point. If they had gotten in there and found out that they couldn't do a stent, then they will you to the home ec department. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, yeah. what do you call it yeah. when they teach guys how to use saws? Shop the, shop. They t- They take yeah. it to shop. The, the they... sawzall.
1: They break out. the Yeah, saws they bring all. out
0: the sawzall.
2: So fortunately, I think that's
1: yeah. when they say we're going to take you downtown. We don't. We don't do
2: sawzall here. Maybe I, I don't know. No, yeah. no, I may be... no. No, they would have done me right there. They would have done it. Oh I, really? I do, I do believe. Oh yeah. yeah. And believe. Joe,
0: you can't move a guy around in that situation. That might. That no. itself might be a game over. So that's well, you true. know, the
2: scariest, the scariest thing for me looking back on all this, mm. and I mentioned this the other day, but if we'd have made that boat, yeah. I'd have had a heart attack in the middle of the Puget Sound.
0: Yeah, the boat would turn around. By the way, but you, if I know you right, would have a hard time telling someone because you wouldn't want to inconvenience everyone and turn the boat around.
2: Yeah. Am I right? You know, well we, we, at that point when you're, you know, this is a thirty-minute crossing to from where Edmund to Kingston. Kingston.
0: Oh, in Kingston, there's a witch doctor in the woods somewhere, but there's no hospital <laughs> over there.
2: Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. we we'll bring you up to quill
0: scene. There's a guy who lives in the woods. He does amazing, amazing chants. You can a do mustard
2: that. Mustard pulsedus to slap oh, yeah. on there for yeah, you, and you're going to eat some uh, skunk entrails. Ed,
1: yeah, edmund's much better than Silverdale, and I'm sure they're all fine. And I, maybe I am a little, a little, uh, a little uh, biased, a little yeah. elitist on my hospital. You are speech.
2: elitist, Joe, but, but I like but that attitude. They made and they made a medevac me to Harborview from right. Kingston. That's they true. Yeah. You, might, you, you know.
0: Because Silverdale, don't forget Joe. Silverdale's a long drive from Kingston.
2: Yeah, it is. That's yeah, a 30 yeah. minute. So, yeah. even an ambulance.
0: All right. Well, anyway, so now let's let's bring bring you up, bring you out of this procedure. So as they're finishing the procedure, do they tell you they're finishing?
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh, they say okay and they, just and they about show done. me. And they, do they give me, you um, like,
0: pictures it looks pretty good uh it's not gonna be you know it, yeah they're not getting they it we, today
2: we, we found we, yeah they said we we found the problem we fixed the problem um we've got good circulation they showed me a picture they took of my heart before the blockage was cleared and you can you can see these big fat veins and that wow. just stops like a damn
0: you got heart selfies yeah and did you they, uh, uh, did you request your phone so you could order a pizza so it'd be ready when you get home?
3: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I um, like a large pepperoni with some extra sausage on it.
1: Yeah, uh, and you're in uh, there for two days. I'm guessing that like Chuck was like roast beef sandwiches and cheesecake. This yeah. is awesome. I mean, they were feeding him good in Florida. If you go in for a heart attack, you're probably not getting uh much to eat or is it just a little bit of IV or
2: uh, what did you know no eat no, for two no, days? no 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 i ate for i ate for two days they had a it's it's funny you mention that because um they bring this menu in and it's literally room service you mm-hmm. know that's how they build and and it's all complimentary they say you know and they're not going to charge if you have a guest there they'll you know, they expect you to pay for your guest to yeah. eat with you
0: a band-aid is 800 bucks but, the, but <laughs> yeah the, they can but afford the chicken is fine free. <laughs>
2: Um, and and nothing on the menu was was stupid. You know, it was okay. all fairly healthy food. No salt came with dinner. A little packet of pepper came with dinner. A little Jello. You know, um, a little Jello. It's my fondest little, little memory from the
0: hospital is Jello.
2: Yeah. Um. But you could order breakfast or lunch or dinner from. Mm. It was open from seven in the morning till eight at night. Yeah. You know, my mistake was I ate at. Uh, I, I came in at eleven. I hadn't eaten anything all day. I had. I got I a bagel for breakfast that day. Mm. Um. And I hadn't eaten anything, so I had dinner at five o'clock. Um, and then I didn't eat again until nine the next morning, right? So you which were is you know, shirt, low blood sugar. Dying. I was dying. I mean, 16 yeah. hours was a long time to go with And I was now um, the problem was Melissa
0: never came into the hospital, right? She no, couldn't, no. So she did could you talk to her they, on the phone as soon as you were done?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's funny cause I, I had, uh, I had the, uh, the, the, one of the technicians from the, uh, emergency room. Um, I and I said, "Look, here's my here's my my security code on my phone. Here's my you know, unlock this four-digit code." I said, "Please, please get a hold of my wife. Shoot her a text or something. Take this phone to a place where there's a signal, and let her know that they're taking me in. What they, what you think they're going to do? What you know? What the uh, prospect? Because she knew nothing. You know, she had no idea."
0: <sighs> so after um, you uh, after you got out and you finally reunited with her, what did she tell you about the time she was sitting in that car?
2: Well, she went home she didn't sit she didn't sit in the she didn't stay lines. in the parking
0: lot she knew you were no, yeah, she, she, she knew you were well, coming well, she out knew in 10 she, minutes yeah
2: well no she knew that she probably she would she'd be better off driving to the house and being distracted right 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 and then getting home rather than sitting in the in a car outside the emergency room for for what could end up being hours so
0: you get out two days later what do you do
2: um I went to bed because I hadn't, I hadn't slept at all in two days. No kidding. I mean, literally if, if I got 40 straight minutes in a row of sleep, that that may have been three or four times over two days, they kept waking me up and it's not, I was in the ICU like our friend Chuck is now. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have to every four hours take blood work, right? Take uh, your pulse, take your whatnot um, that, you know, Every hour on the hour, they would take my blood pressure, and it was automatic. There was this cuff on my arm that was just. Start and you inflating. can't sleep through that. I mean, you doze off, and this thing, you know, right, right, wakes you up. Okay, um, and then if I'm like, okay, I'm dozing off, and and your your breathing is monitored. They've got you on a respiratory monitor.
0: And they probably and don't want to put you on a sedative because if you need to be alert and cooperative, if something goes wrong, they need you well, to be able to wake up.
2: Well, it, it, you know they, they, yeah, they they check you. They take your temperature, yeah. your blood pressure. Your they take blood work for every four hour or every eight hours or something. Anyway, so you went home. You went um, to sleep. Yeah. Well, you uh, well, I I learned that I've probably got sleep apnea, at the hospital. Oh. Because you know, lying on my on your back in a hospital bed, hmm. um, and you're already having some difficulty breathing, and when, when your breathing gets so shallow a a warning goes off on the the respiratory monitor like yep so i i doze off this will wake me up I, not every hour but like every 8 seconds um
0: that's what happened to I chuck he was saying the, Just, the beeping kept waking up because his pulse yeah. oxygen was low
2: exactly wow. i went through the same thing
0: so you're experiencing a lot of the same things that anyone with lung issues is experiencing well,
2: i've been i've been thinking a lot about Chuck's situation and and my situation, given that these two incidents happened to us as a family yes. at the same time, and you know I had a, it put things in perspective because I had a heart attack, um, and I wouldn't trade places with Chuck for all the all the money in the world, mm. all the tea in China. I wouldn't because they they don't know, they don't know what to expect with this thing. Yeah. You know they they've got some experience dealing with what they've seen over the last year, over the last seven eight months, whatever right. they've had to deal with this since it originated wherever in Wuhan, kung flu, whatever you want to call it, whoever you want to pander to. Um, but they don't know what they don't know how it affects people. These people say, oh well, you get sick, it's like the flu. Well, you you know what? No one knows what this does Everyone's to your system long term. Yeah. Yeah. And No one knows what this particular virus is going to do to your body. You know right. this attacks a multiple multiple systems in your body simultaneously. Yeah. It causes multiple organ and system failures, that, and they have no idea why it's making these things happen or what long-term effects these are gonna happen. All these kids wanna go out and get drunk at bars and get the flu and get over it and build up some immunities, ooh, I'm Superman. What if it makes you sterile? They don't know. They yeah. don't know how it affects people. And for Chuck, for poor Chuck to have, to, to, it's well, the unknown. I, thought, I
0: call oh. anything that makes the, the dumb people sterile good for humanity, don't you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I believe Darwin a- would endorse <laughs> that plan.
2: Yes, there was well, a frat
1: row. Is, <laughs> is, there's dozens yeah. of new cases on frat row, so there's some young guys. If that's what happened, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll find out. So,
0: so you know, yeah, I mean, and I mean, when it, when it comes to health, look, we're all human. Uh, all of us do dumb things that are not great for our health. It's a, it's part of being human with all the temptations and all the marketing and all this wonderful greasy food that's out there and all the processed food and all the chips and all the cookies and all the ice cream i mean i love this stuff and w- when i get on it it's almost like i'm you know doing crack it's just i mean it's, it's your brain reacts the same way yeah i'm not going to blow up yeah. my kitchen with ice cream so that's good <laughs> <laughs>
1: but your your teeth as long as you brush before you go to bed yeah, will, but i mean will remain intact
0: you know the human condition we all have it and uh, we all don't do some stuff we wish we did and i think encouragement is you know is a better way to go than like ragging on anybody at this point yeah. no, no, I, I hear you i hear you and I'm it would not have been nice if it. i learned that you know 30 or 40 years ago it's
2: <laughs> a journey well, brother
1: yeah and my, my uh my, my, my eating is very well documented in my issues with it. And I got to thank you, Spike, for, I mean, this is a big wake up call for me. I have not been the, I have, uh, yeah, in in education they they remind you a lot remember to take care of yourself you you get so wrapped up in in mentoring your students and and just like a family or something you all of a sudden you have 150 kids and you're thinking of all them and you're not thinking of yourself and if you do that long enough uh it's not going to turn out well mm. and I'm i'm sorry this happened to you but i see a lot of you and me as far as we're the same age we've got the same issues yeah. we've had the same uh really parallel lives and by the way with the sleep apnea i've had it for years and you probably have too and and a getting on a uh a machine will help you tremendously on that so that might be something you yeah.
0: do and then you but, can buy the captain kirk machine cleaning solution that he advertises
1: i <laughs> tipped it
0: i'll tell you i've I've slacked i've slacked away from
1: using my machine i used it like clockwork when i was getting up to go to work every day but this, uh, this uh, quarantine business threw us out of a lot of routines, right. including including using that. And I need to. Uh, and the, the biggest pain with those is the cleaning it. Uh, yeah. But I just can't imagine how much he would want to charge me, but I'm I'm tempted.
0: Can you imagine how it feels to be a starship captain and you're scrubbing out the uh, putrid smell from your breathing machine? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you would think you should be able to just say, make it so. Get me Let one of those guys it. in a
0: red shirt. Have him clean this sucker yeah. (laughs)
1: yeah but but that that is uh being able to uh being able to sleep and actually get oxygen when you're sleeping i've learned is a big deal i mean you will be less tired and less run down oxygen is
0: extremely underrated it's really awesome we all love it
2: yeah (laughs) all right so
0: well um, well, there's
2: there's also the stress in my life you know and and plenty bad diet's been one thing i've put on the COVID 19 since this thing started and you know um and i don't get any exercise and i don't do any real walking around and i drive everywhere i go and um but it's i gotta find a way to get the stress off my ass i gotta stay off you know i'm not gonna teach people one person at a time through social media <laughs> why my beliefs are superior to theirs oh you're doing happen. that too yeah i, I gotta I, man I can't, I can't i can't keep doing this to myself i don't know if i told you this but i was oh, yeah it did i was i was on the heart monitor and I'm talking to that bill, the technician that came upstairs mm-hmm. and we start talking about politics and this thing, beep, 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 <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Been. So we stop talking about and we get yeah, that, politics back is, around to the president. Beep,
3: <haved> beep, beep,
0: beep, 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 beep. The politics is a total waste of time if you think you're going to take someone who's firmly on one side or the other and change their mind. The part of it I find fun and interesting and I'm having a discussion with a, a man in his late 70s, same age as Paul McCartney, whatever age that is, and um, and he's an ultra-conservative, and, you know, I, I'm asking him some questions. Um, I'm like, tell me, um, what kind of man would it take in your party to not be good enough for you to allow him to keep his job for a second term? Is there any, you know, is there any level of incompetence that would cause you to abandon a particular candidate? I'm not mentioning any names, <laughs> And instead of answering the question, of course, he goes, he just writes back about how evil the other side is and how he believes in capitalism and it's good we're renegotiating NAFTA and we're renegotiating with the Chinese and and I go, Okay, well that yes, I got no problem with anybody being a Republican and those are Republican y things to do, but that wasn't the question I asked at all. And what's what's fascinating to me is I can't get anyone to actually answer direct questions with anything other than something they learned in their echo chamber, generally speaking. Yeah. And, um, and it goes for people on both sides, by the way, because you know, I play devil's advocate wherever I go, even when I'm with the devil, I go, Oh yeah. What makes you think you're such hot shit? Sorry. That was my one S word. That's for your podcast. And so I, it's funny. I think we're all in this clickbait world. Where we've been convinced that everything has to be dramatic and righteous and hands in the air, but none of us are willing to do a lot of homework. To um, and by the homework I mean empathetic homework to understand people different than us. And uh, you know the way I look at it, like when I was growing up, gay people were considered you know weird and bad, and I was warned and you know they might come after you and. And then when I was a teenager and, and even younger, you know, the black people. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't blatant, but my parents would say, D- "Don't go to New Haven, and if you go, don't go to Whaley Avenue." And I was like, "Well, what's on Whaley Avenue? You just don't want to go there." And you know, I found out that people on Whaley Avenue looked a little different than me, and I got, I got the message. And so now we're you know we're in a theoretically more enlightened world, but the world hasn't really caught up with what we hope it would be. And for it to do that, I think a lot of people uh, need to be encouraged to think, rather than ripped apart for you know whatever their prejudices or laziness are, or just naiv- naivete. Did I pronounce that right, Joe? You're a teacher.
1: Uh, I'm not an English teacher, but I think that's pretty close. Or French. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was French, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Was was that right, Spike?
2: Almost. It was almost naivete.
0: Naivete. Okay, got it. Now, uh, uh, there's a couple of teases today. Uh, My son, Andrew, wants to drop in with us. Spike, you've been in my prayers and my thoughts ever since we talked the other night. just want you to know, which is why I wanted to get more of the story from you for other people that may experience it.
2: I appreciate that. And
0: uh, because if anyone feels those warning signs, I think the real message is if you feel the warning signs, you know, be the squeaky wheel that gets the uh, stent. thanks for laughing uh charitably i appreciate it
1: and and don't think about the you said that the bill was was a big part of your concern don't think about that think about saving your life and and hallelujah for obamacare it sounds like that's what the kind of insurance you have you might not have any insurance if uh, by the way uh, i i prefer to call it by its
0: real name romney romney care yeah it was invented <laughs> uh, by a massachusetts uh, yeah. republican governor and it was touted as the most amazing way to handle health care in massachusetts and part of why he ran for president was that he had this incredible record with health care right and, and, and then I, when Obama I don't know the same thing it became evil Right.
1: And I that's, think that's the safety net that's probably catching you on this one if you had already exhausted your cobra and then you yeah. go under the Washington state plan, that's essentially Obamacare. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think it's cool. If I was Obama, I'd be super happy. And if Trump does one, it has to be called Trump Don't Care. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think he's kind of running out
1: of time to (laughs) do stuff. And and I don't think he's really interested in doing anything anyway. I mean, this is really uh, that's the that's the the Houdini
0: of politics, by the way. So although most people who know me know, I won't vote for him and I'm not opposed to him. But I'm also I try to understand my brothers and sisters who are conservatives and respect their conservative principles even if they can't find them
3: (laughs) i respect what they
0: say they should be and uh and so uh the polls we should briefly mention politics the polls now couldn't be worse uh in in that joe biden is up over a you know double digit lead in just about every poll whether it's by a a conservative friendly pollster or not now there's five months to go is it five months July, August, September, four, October. Four plus. Four months and a week and anything can happen. Oh, Joe, yeah. you you said something cryptic a while ago about who knows if those two candidates will still be the candidates in November
1: yeah i would i would still uh and you know me i'm a gambler in fact i just got 200 to one on the mariners to win the world series 25 bucks gets me 5050 dollars. i can't wait to cash can't
0: it to wait get. to cash it in or only lose 25 dollars i know how you. Think.
1: but but if i were a gambler in vegas and i could get odds uh, decent odds like 10 to 1 or something that uh either uh biden or trump would not be on the ticket in november i would take about 10 to 1 i put i yeah. put 50 bucks on so that so you don't go to, to
0: deathpooldave.com <laughs> you do this right in las vegas
1: well, I'm not even saying they're going to die. I'm just saying so many things can happen. No. With Trump, it's a real erosion of his support. I don't know if you saw it today, but yeah. Dick, when Dick Cheney and you want to talk about good conservatives and good Republicans, yeah. when well, all I, the good Republicans yeah. and conservatives are starting to bail on you, what's left? I mean, there, you know, there's not going to be is too many... Uh, people in politics that are going to back this guy only the only the 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 most you know I won't say desperate but but you could be totally right I, and I I could be wrong. Well, but hold on my heart I'm not
0: right, I'm not going for right <laughs> or wrong cuz I don't know. Right. But right. I,
1: sorry
2: my heart monitor is going off. I mean you that. could be
1: take you could be yourself, right that. that there's a lot of support and yeah. I know there's a whole another part of America that I don't see yeah, sitting true. here. I mean here they they finally decided to take down, you know, a multi-block place where people just took over and started shooting each other and finally this morning they said, you know, it's probably not a great thing. Yeah, we're going to dismantle fix this. that. They're so, a couple weeks it, late
0: with that, by the way. Here's how I feel it about it. Took a, a month. Yeah, when the protest starts and it's all about peace and love, it's the time to support it? And then when it peaks and people are starting to get annoyed, that's the time for the protesters to sit down with the leaders and work out something that helps move the football at least to get a first down towards improving things. But when you dig in and you say we're not going anywhere, and then various impatient, stressed, uh, and who knows which people were the ones that caused the violence, whether they were really involved in the movement, because you kind of can't be involved in the movement that says respect life and respect people and love them and then shoot people at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's just not compatible.
1: Yeah, well, and it's not the same people that are yeah. doing it both. It's We get to lawlessness. So they finally dismantled that- it. Yeah, five o'clock this morning. Oh. They uh, they came in and, and took care of that. That's a and good I haven't, time. I haven't watched the news much, and obviously this is where a day behind it from when you're listening to this. Yeah, but, yeah. but that's it looks good. like they. And I like I said, I know there's a whole nother America out there, and I'm flirting with the idea of going and seeing it. Actually, I heard uh, this. Now where is it?
0: How do you say the name of the town? Minot, Minot, North Dakota. Okay. And you want to get and, in a car and go
1: there? i'm thinking about it because uh it's uh it's about 1800 miles due east uh or no 18 hours due east an 18 hour drive you basically Go through Montana and then a little bit of North Dakota, and you're in Minot. And okay. I was thinking to myself, you know, it's summer. I want to take a vacation. Um, California, they just closed down all the bars. Disneyland's never reopening again. Uh, so yes, it um, is. Well, it is at some point, but not this summer probably. Yeah, I mean, summer. not in time for me to take a vacation. Uh, air. I'm not wanting to get on an airplane. Uh, so what I'm thinking is. The one place in America right now that I know of, where they're still playing baseball? where they're still having all you can eat pizza buffets and like sharing germs fearlessly? So the one place
0: and, in America that is taking no COVID nineteen precautions, and that's where <laughs> you want to go,
1: and, and not having any, the, the the one state where they're not having any. I mean, so far
0: you, that you would be why. like if there was a brush fire, Joe. That would be like going the one hill, the one windy hillside with the that's driest grass, and none of it right is burned yet.
2: I'm camping I'm right there.
0: <laughs> (laughs) I'm going to set my tent on that dry grass on that windy hillside because that's the only area that hasn't burned yet.
1: Well, and and it may, and I'm keeping an eye on things. (laughs) Thank you. And actually what I'm doing is keeping an ear, and i got to give a plug. If you want to hear live baseball i think the only live baseball in america right now uh my my former student max he's at ithaca college now i mean this kid is a, a prodigy but he's the voice of the sorus valley saber dogs and, and they're on every night and it's great baseball and i'm becoming a fan and it's like i want to go over there and watch the human wheelbarrow races i want to go over there and have the uh you know the all you can eat uh spot right on first base for 20 bucks i mean it's small town america in fact i got a letter from a guy who said uh he heard me vaguely mention this uh just quickly last week and he says it just so happens to be my hometown i have friends and family there we make a trip every summer i think you would enjoy the baseball there they have a nice small town ballpark long history of baseball dirt track racing a fine racing club uh, they race on Sunday nights. Nice folks, very conservative, strong Trump country. Have a great time if you choose to make the trip. So wow. I'm thinking maybe I am I need to get into strong Trump country, you know, because you know me, I'm, I'm pretty outspoken that I'm not a huge fan, but maybe I am missing something, and maybe I'm not going to find it uh, sitting here in Bellevue, Washington. Maybe I need to take a trip to middle America no biden stickers on my so you're on a spiritual
0: quest to discover capitalism
1: to discover the americana to discover what uh hard work seems to be well to discover hard work to discover all you can eat pizza to discover bars that are open to discover baseball do you think that all you can eat
0: pizza is hard work
1: uh, <laughs> not, no, I'm, for me, I'm, I'm a professional. It's not hard okay, work for you're me. Okay,
0: you a professional, yeah. You're no, 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 no. this That's the one but athletic thing you excel at.
1: To discover the, a little bit of America that has not been totally shut down mm-hmm. by the virus and yet. probably hasn't changed a lot in a, in a really long time. Well, hurry up
0: uh, because the places that haven't been hit yet will be. Remember when be. the governor of Florida said, we ain't no New York City or California. Yeah. Right. Well. So the, he was saying that because it hadn't quite taken off there, probably because, look, the places that got it are the cosmopolitan cities, the first places that got it, where people hop off you know, planes from Europe and China and everywhere else because they're doing big business all over the world. And, of course, those are the places that got it first because no one was testing and no one had any way to stop and trace and, and, you know, stamp it out the way uh, Chinese uh, government does. And so, of course, it went rampant in those places. But now, um, the best thing I heard, I think it was Fauci said this, it's like a forest fire. It'll go wherever the dry timber is. Or the dry grass on the windy side of a mountain, and like the rural parts of America where no one really took it seriously. As soon as it also takes is some delivery guy who comes to town and hangs out. Or or some, some guy
2: from some from high school Bellevue. teacher yeah. who loves pizza and baseball <laughs> yeah, rolls into town with a freshly peeled off clean spot on his bumper where the Biden's yeah. forgot my etiquette.
0: You could be the yeah. super spreader that goes to that town. And I could picture a husband and wife with guns on their front yard trying yeah. to keep you wet. I'm not going to name
1: names, but I know a guy who
0: did that from here.
1: He went to a ski resort in Colorado, and suddenly everybody got it. And he came from this area, uh, and found out he had it when he came back.
0: Do you know the comedian D.L. Hughley?
1: Yes, we had him on our show. He had it and uh, collapsed on stage from it. He was was
0: asymptomatic. He collapsed, and after that, they gave him a test, and he was positive. Guess what? There's an article about him today. Turns out. He infected every frickin' person on his team. He has a radio show, and he has a whole staff surrounding him. Every single person except one got infected, and he was the super spreader. And he basically yeah. said, I was Typhoid Mary. Yeah. And I, I interviewed him a couple weeks ago on a different uh, Zoom podcast, and he was awesome. He was sharp. He was you know just wonderful. And now he's, uh, he's in quarantine still. He's recovering. But that's how it happens, Joe. You could oh, have it. it. You don't know if you have it. Oh, I think I would
1: know because I think unfortunately it would let me know. I'm 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 the kind of person that it does like it attacks the weak uh, link and it would let
0: me know. No way, no, my friend. There's people that that it, that you would think that that have no symptoms whatsoever, and some of it scientists don't know for sure. But some of it would be based on your previous experience with other coronaviruses. Now, here's why I think you could have it and not know. This is the, argu- the counter-argument. Who was sick on the Bob, Spike, and Joe show the most?
1: The guy who did the most work and made the least and had the least incentive <laughs> Don't say it was up. me.
0: <laughs> oh, no. that was you who made the Jesus. least. Okay. That was me. <laughs> but you were the sick the most often. And well, you- Oh, yeah. And you I know used what you get- were doing all those times you were sick?
1: What what I was doing when I was sick, or in general, just all those times you
0: were sick, what were you doing?
1: Not taking great care of myself. Not uh, no,
0: you know, dude. No, let me give you some better spin. Hold on, you were building up antibodies. Yeah, you were building up antibodies, dude. Come on, Joe. Oh, I see. Yeah, Yeah. you got (laughs) antibody. You were antibody weightlifting that whole time well,
1: yeah and i do think i have a really that's why i was so mad about having to throw away all that meat and i'm still a little mad about
0: that because <laughs> you could have taken all that bacteria yeah,
1: because i think you know i think my body in some ways yeah. is very strong so the, the part that scares me about the coronavirus is i see too many pictures of guys that I go man that's just like me. you the but first, they weren't the, the
0: antibody fighters that you were you were pro no, antibody wrestler but and, the first
1: person i personally knew that had this and yeah. i think we told the story I yeah. mean, he, he went to the hospital, he didn't come out, and he, and he wasn't there for long, and it happened really fast, yes. and he was a big guy just like but me. But I prefer
0: to it? be optimistic. So uh, when it comes to you, and I feel this way too, by the way, I don't know about you, but you've been on cruises, right? Never still, haven't been uh, on a cruise, time a cruise. to go. When I and boy, wanna, are they
1: making some deals now. Oh, you can get a
0: great been, deal on a cruise. the um, yeah. captain. Um, and the airfare to get to the cruise. So when I would go on cruises, they always have these hand sanitizer stations. And I was like, seriously, I could have been a, a MAGA uh, hat wearer in the sense that I was like those are for pussies I don't need a hand sanitizer look at all those Asian people hand sanitizing what do they know you know
2: well, they're destroying their immune system <laughs> <laughs> it's it's <just> right there. <laughs>
0: that's right that's right you're supposed to have a little You should eat some dirt as a kid and some I germs actually had that thought in my head that the more germs I kicked ass over the stronger it would make me so I don't know uh, um and joe you had a lot of germs you would get sick all the time and you stopped getting sick so much
1: i have been and it's funny because i work in basically what would be considered a, a germ Dish. factory yes. and i have never taken i had one half of a sick day i've never missed a class due to illness i missed a meeting once and that's five years of uh, of working i've never ever missed a day nah. From being sick. I, I've uh, missed it for, you know, going places.
0: Maybe but. you like this job better than you like to look at it, me and Spike. It's occurred to me, by the way.
1: Well, no. I, well, actually, to be honest, yes, I do. Because yes. I, I, uh, I, was, come uh, on. I Well, I loved working with you guys, too. But I get a certain amount of fulfillment that I couldn't even describe. Yeah. When I when I have a, a kid who's, you know, lightening it up as a baseball announcer who says he could never have done it had it not been for me. That means more to me than and anything in, in the world. And is he in mine it? Yeah, he's in mine. It. Oh, huh? He of the was Mar- Mariner Max Tanzer, and he was uh, when he was in ninth grade, the first thing he ever said on the radio was, my name's Max and I love the Mariners. And I said, you're Mariner Max. And then he was for four years, and the Mariners fell in love with this kid. They, uh, when uh, Edgar went into the Hall of Fame, they flew him out to Cooperstown. He was sitting right next to Junior and Randy Johnson for the induction ceremony and the party. And I mean, he is a truly a a talent. He's only 19, and uh, so that means a lot to me. I love working with you guys, and I still do, or I wouldn't be sitting here right now. But what really means something that I never even understood, and I think all teachers maybe can relate to this, is to inspire somebody to put them on their path uh, yes. towards success. Is, yes. is, is, it really means a lot. So, it's uh, And it's going to be kind of scary because... Talk about uh, getting back into the Petri dish and, and getting back into there. That's when my liability uh, for getting sick is going to go way up is, you know, putting I totally agree with you. Putting humans back in rooms is is the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then uh, and we will be doing that in September and we'll see how it goes. I guess yes,
0: they know. Uh, OK, so. Uh, wow the hour went by so fast we have to say thank you to some listeners some new patreon supporters uh we also have to read a couple of uh emails thank you for forwarding those to me joe uh by the way have we done anything specific um i I know we've written to a bunch of patreon people but i feel like we should do more for them do you have any thoughts on that
1: joe I definitely think we should do something i'm of the mind uh, if uh if they are interested now i feel bad though because of spike's heart attack but i was thinking well what can i offer the one thing i can offer is uh, my mom's recipes for the most fattening, decadent, heart clogging meals that you would ever have. Cheesecake.
0: <laughs> Every recipe must go. Joe can't yeah, well, use them anymore, but you can.
1: Well, I was just thinking, what do I have that is unique that I could share? You know, uh, my 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 barbecued uh, rib marinade okay, that's, that's been passed down, things like that. So, I, had a ba- so I had. I don't a know if anybody's idea. if anybody's interested, but okay. th- that's something oh, they would love that, that I've
0: Absolutely, about. put it together. I have another idea, uh, Spike. Do you have one?
2: What well, can I offer these nice people? Yeah, what can I we do? For we should do we should do a couple of shows that are just filthy.
0: Bingo. Okay, so here's my idea.
2: <laughs> we should we should just you know I, Joe and I, out of complete respect to the audience, we're all trying to garner, I, and I and I understand the the reservations we have and
0: quickly because of our health, you got to see us now while you can.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't know how many f bombs I got left in this old ticker, man. Let's so get here's what,
0: here's the idea. Tell me what you guys think of this. Next week, we do a special. Patreon, thank you, Zoom call with everyone who wants to join us. Wow. That's not a problem for me. Yeah? Do you got Zoom, Spike? I do. So we basically just, and by the way, you can have up to 100 people, and I don't think we have 100 Patreons yet. We invite every single one of them, and we hang out, and we can record it. And edit it down a little bit and play portions of it on the on the podcast show next week.
2: That's fantastic.
1: All right, let's
0: you see. can do the, you
1: can do the whole podcast that way.
0: I mean, my. Uh No, this is an upgrade. (laughs) This is special for people who pay. Ixnay on the it it around the get pay thing. Yes.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm saying we can record a special podcast and just give it to them as a
0: souvenir or whatever. Well, we could do. uh, We could make this a video blog eventually, and we'll talk about that. Uh, Okay. So uh, quick uh, congratulations to the most recent patrons. John Walrath became a patron. John, a patron. Thank you and you call him a patron even though it's patreon and next up uh hold on uh, meet travis myers travis thank you very much uh travis we appreciate it and you're all going to get a message at some point
2: can i tell you about travis
0: what do you know about him he's my landlord oh oh
2: your that's landlord the at the temporary house that's the guy we're renting this house from God, not a nicer family on the getting face to kick of years, back man, on the that's, rent. That's awesome. That is so sweet. Man. Yeah. He's I a sweetheart. No
0: Tell him we really appreciate it. Diane Keller, uh, became a patron and she doubled the basic amount which I don't even know if we had that in there, but uh, thank you.
2: Just call her and cuss right to her directly. That'd be
0: great. <laughs> yes. By the way, right. if you want to make some money,
1: that is one of the secrets of marketing is you need to give three options because almost everybody's going to take the middle one. We give them two
0: right. Yeah, now, yeah, so yeah. Right, I'll work on that. So uh, in the meantime, uh, let's work on that off the air. But I think a Patreon patron Zoom chat will happen next week. And it's not too late. If you're listening to this and you'd like to get into it, just go to patreon.com, search my name to make it easy to find Bob Rivers and choose the Bob, Spike and Joe option uh, that you like. Um, As just so you know, uh, the money gets split evenly three ways. I will not take the money personally, but I will spend it on twisted tunes and things for the show. I'm retired and I, you know. I, I don't and I will not take
1: them. it either. I'm going to give it to my mom. That's why I That's give her awesome. the recipe. I'll sign it all right over to her. But and we still uh, are looking for it.
2: sponsors, right? This show is brought to you by Not North Dakota. This summer, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. wow. I, I Joe, if you were a senator from the great state of whatever. I'd look into who built your deck and how you put the whole house together and where all the oh, furniture man. came from. The
1: guy who built my deck was the best. So the yeah. guy you don't want is the guy who <laughs> built my wall. Sure. Oh, what a nightmare. I got a great deck guy if you need a deck a beautiful guy. Beautiful wall. Three feet Family of wall. Family guy, too. All right. The, him and his nephew built it. Uh, Dave and Alex. Best deck guys going. All
0: right. So uh, that's the Patreon stuff. A uh, couple of quick messages from listeners. Um let's see uh joe's trip to minot uh sounds great to me uh this this is who is this that's
1: the guy who don Furness, and he okay. was born and raised there so he's the one we mentioned earlier and, uh, would like to tell me about some sites along the way all right very good uh, also
0: uh quickly um we also heard from oh that's you re- responding to him okay i got it uh Let's see, who else do we have here? I lost my place. Oh, oh, we
1: well, have not we've, we've, we've got hundreds of messages for Spike. I only took a few, but I'm, and I'm not exaggerating. There are Why don't a lot you of read a couple of them? Because I you. had
0: forgotten we were going to invite my son Andrew on to answer a few questions tonight. And he has an amazing. Yes, I'm, I want to talk to him. He has an amazing tease. Someone pulled a gun on him and i and you know is he, he just, there
1: now or you want me to do no he'll be to, there uh, in a, he'll
0: be there in a couple minutes i just sent him the okay. uh, the link to join the podcast so uh yes yeah, so go ahead and uh, a couple of the well-wishers for spike there are tons of them
1: cheryl's yeah cheryl says spike glad you're okay after your heart issue been there done that it is very scary mine was the Widowmaker. glad they found it or i might not be here today uh anna emerson says i love the last episode i love every episode but this one really touched me i needed to hear about spike's heart rate going up while talking politics i've just begun a healing journey for myself and i've been letting go of lots of negative stuff to hopefully prevent something serious too spike's story reaffirmed for me that i'm on the right path thank you for that do take care and try to keep the stint count to seven,
2: okay? No okay. more trips to the. Uh, the Is there doctor. a stint
0: magic number, by the way?
2: tenth one's free they told me so okay. my punch card's almost full
0: my uh no
2: I, I don't i don't know if they if they will at some point they'll say you know what you, yeah. you're going to start listing to the left now so you got one of those metal. cards
0: just like the massage place where robert Kraft went with the tenth one's free <laughs>
2: it's funny There's a guy I'm, yeah i'm, no, I'm, I'm in the emergency room and the, and the doctor says do you have your stent card and i'm like i can't breathe <laughs> you don't have your stent <laughs> card I'm like I, 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 you know but, uh, seriously I, and this time they gave me a card that, that stays in my wallet
0: oh because they need because to know how many every, you have and where they, they are
2: what's in there how big they are uh, where they are yeah
0: okay joe
1: here's the guy that has a suggestion in in regards of some preventative he says uh i had a test performed on myself a ct calcium score uh joe may want to have it done 145 bucks i'm a 56 year old diabetic that walks eight miles a day on the job and eat good food look up the scoring system it's like golf the lower the number the better i scored 1830. waiting on a cardiologist as we speak take care of yourselves gary wow so uh, there is a uh something uh, that you can get to find out where you're at a little bit if you're wondering if you might have a heart issue Uh, Nick Freiss says, we love you, Spike O'Neill. Get well quickly, brother. Bill Beeman says, hang in there, Spike. It sounds like you're doing great. Uh, Ken Nance says, I love, I hope your luck turns around soon, Spike. I'm sure it will. Take care of yourself. Uh, Leanne says, oh, Spike, take her easy. I had a heart attack on Women's Heart Awareness Day. I've always been a drama queen, apparently. So I would have (laughs) had to have it on that day. Anyway, please just do everything the docs say and get well soon. We all love you. Yeah. And, I mean, this is literally in the hundreds. Yeah, there, so.
0: you can't even. Re- you should send them all to, to Spike. He can read them.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, love that. Are we you. ready for Andrew Rivers? Yeah. Unless he's had a medical emergency, then we can have no more of You yeah, know, we're done.
0: Oh, no, he's fine. See, that's the sound of laughter in a comedy club. and he finally got to experience that again as he travel, uh, traveled to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, to do a three-day comedy gig. Before I bring him on, i got to say, Andrew sent me the most amazing... It's not even a meme, technically, because I think for it to be a meme, it has to have text. And it was kind of an inside Star Trek joke, which I'm pleased that he got. It is a picture of a Star Trek away team with Captain Kirk, Officer Spock, and Bones, right? Leonard Nimoy. And the fourth member of the away team, I don't know his name, but he's wearing a red shirt. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Kirk Ensign Expendable. Ensign Expendable. So Kirk, Spock, (laughs) and Bones are wearing face masks, but Ensign Expendable? No, he's got a red MAGA hat and a red shirt. He's refusing to wear that (laughs) face mask. If anyone ever watches Star Trek, they know that the guy in the red shirt always dies. Expendables. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers, a touring a comedian who also happens to be my son, he's been all over the country and all over the world doing comedy, but <laughs> with the coronavirus, travel basically got shut down, and uh, and so, as a father, I was mildly concerned when he, you know, announced that he was taking this job in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right after, you know, the two thirds empty Trump rally. But he did, and I get it. He's a young guy, and you know the risk to him is fairly uh, moderate, and he needs to go out and earn a living. So, welcome back from uh, your gig uh, in Oklahoma, Andrew. How did it go? (coughs)
4: Can you hear me? All right. Does that sound good? Yeah, (laughs) you sound great. That's good. No, it was it was actually Oklahoma City, uh, but uh, it it wasn't Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it felt good to be back on stage. I'd say I can die a happy man, but that might feel a little too sad in a few weeks. So,
0: <laughs> so it's, it's better not to jinx it. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. Why did you take this gig?
4: Uh, well, uh, I've been—I'm headlining the Tacoma Comedy Club this weekend, and uh, I'm the main event. And I haven't performed since March, and I—I uh, I also perform in Tacoma every couple of months, so I wanted to make sure that I could bring. A bunch of new material that they haven't heard, and sure. you have to test the so. Jokes also, if you're going to suck, you
0: might as well suck down south.
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. they don't, you know. And by down south, gonna, I don't
0: mean Tacoma for Seattle people. <laughs> right, that's right, the deep right, south. Right. Yeah.
4: I mean, that's the thing. I'm in a phase of my career where I'm trying to uh, build an audience, but, uh, you know, I, I gained a bunch of new fans, but uh, they're probably all going to uh, be incapacitated Ooh, in a few weeks. Come so. on. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. All right.
1: And <laughs> hey. <In> Oklahoma City, <laughs> Oklahoma City is a pretty big town. I mean, they've got, uh, uh, for one thing, an NBA basketball team.
0: Yes, they stole thing, it from us. Yes.
1: Yeah, the Cowboy Hall of Fame is there. And, and I'll tell you, Andrew, I don't know if you got there this time, but you really need to go to the Cowboy Hall of Fame next time you're in Oklahoma City. It's one of my favorite museums anywhere. That sounds like
4: uh, right up my alley. <laughs> oh, I think you'd love it. Jimmy
2: <laughs> little white boy, he'll do great there.
4: So, yeah. Andrew,
0: sure. you and I have talked a little bit about this, but you are, uh, because you've been home for the coronavirus lockdown for several months, your normal process of writing jokes has been affected and changed. And by the way, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts that involve great comedians talking about their process. And who did I hear uh, just recently? Uh, I heard uh, Jerry Seinfeld on with Mark Maron. It was amazing. Um, And another comic too. I can't remember who it was, but everybody has a different process. Uh, But a very common process is to try out material Oh yeah, Seinfeld was talking about this, and you could change, just tweak one word, or one phrase, yeah. or put a put a, a descriptor after a word instead of before a word, and take a joke from okay to spectacular. And so I, I've talked to you, and you tweak your material on stage. You can't do that during the coronavirus. You're you're writing alone in your apartment, right?
4: Right. I mean, some of the. Um some of the advice I've gotten over the years is to write what you think is funny, and then keep what the audience thinks is funny. Nah. And so, uh, you know, if there's no audiences, I'm just keeping a boatload of crap. You know? got <laughs> everything you love because <laughs> yeah. everything makes me funny, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's also like if you, it's a really unique opportunity to not perform for three months and then test the material See that you, you did. Yeah, especially because I've been performing it online, but you don't really know. Sometimes you're like, did they mute themselves, yeah. or am I terrible at jokes? So <laughs> oh, you don't know. Man. Or are they yeah. just
0: Russian bots laughing? Yeah, exactly. That's very funny. Yeah, a yeah.
4: yeah. bunch of fake audience members. Yeah. Um, uh, but the process is—I mean, especially—it's you know, kind of like f- I made the joke last time, like flying a flight simulator, and then getting behind the actual controls. Which Colton Harris-Moore
0: uh, pulled off really well, if you consider yeah. not dying in your first crash a total right, success. Right, that's
4: the issue, is is crashing on the simulator is a lot less problematic. Yeah. So um, Nice. But, you know, for me, especially after, you know, I, I'm especially trying to work out, like, a group of jokes. Uh, basically, you start with jokes that you know work to get the audience on your side, and then you try new stuff in the middle, and then you close with your best stuff. In the industry, we have a term we call shit sandwich, and uh, so that's uh, what we do. The And they say, like, you know, good audiences help you write and bad audiences help you edit. So, um, so you
0: put the jokes that make the bread on one side and the jokes that uh, really bring it home and make the bread on the other side, and then you put yeah. the, um, let's call it spam, in the middle. Yeah,
4: spam sandwich, absolutely. Yeah. And it's
1: a, it's a little bit like a rock band. It's like about in the middle, they go, okay, here's a new one we're gonna play for you, and it gives a <laughs> yeah, chance yeah, for yeah, people to go, to go to the
0: bathroom. <laughs> yeah, this I mean you
3: have
1: got to have a lull in that set for people to refill their drinks and stuff. So I mean, you, absolutely, it, it, it's like anything. If anything is at the same level at the yeah. same volume, and this is one thing I've learned about programming radio, even great songs. If every song is great, you're overdone. You need yeah. a little. bit. If of it's all
0: less, death metal. It's if it's all Lamb of God, Right, you, it's a, a, you gotta uh, mix it up a little. Why well,
1: would and think and that especially? You're- yeah. I would think go your ahead. audience would have so much pent-up laughter because they probably just like you haven't told the jokes. Yeah, I mean, it. it's like I'm watching NASCAR and listening to minor league baseball because I'm desperate for entertainment. Yeah, and I sports. bet yeah. to see live to see live human <laughs> entertaining sure. is is yeah. pretty exciting.
0: Live for you. humans. <laughs> I, am the, we'll I am like the, uh, maybe we'll be like Amsterdam, and they'll be in a window right on the main street. Woo, you can just hey, walk by. The pull window.
2: my finger, hey big guy, <laughs> pull my finger. Woo!
4: Yeah. Andrew, I am the. Uh, I am the Korean baseball of comedy. Uh, I am just there because no one else has a better choice. You yeah. know? So, uh, um, But what, yeah, it's true. I mean, even like, you know, the audience can help. Like sometimes even where you put a pause can cause the audience to either listen or feel the need to interject. So, uh, you know, testing it in front of people is important.
0: All right. So now you go down to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma.
4: <clears throat>
0: uh, were you nervous about this and... What was it like flying on an airplane? I have not flown since this thing, and I ma- imagine Spike nor Joe have either. Uh,
4: yeah, I was a little anxious for the performance, but I saw that uh, Polly Shore was performing the weekend before me, so I thought, like... If the virus kills me, but not Polly Shore, you know that's on my immune system at that point. <laughs> well, well, your liability is a lot higher, Andrew. You make
1: people laugh, so there's uh, a lot more spray. A, I mean, they spray you know more that, when they yeah. Polly
4: isn't yeah. going to generate too much spray. Though.
2: They're all sitting there looking at their phones. Yeah. not a lot of not a lot of virus in the air. That's funny. How did Polly Shore do? Did they tell you?
4: I, he sold out. I don't know if uh, yeah. the people enjoyed it. Yeah, years it, but, ago. Uh, boom, think, boom. hi yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All
0: right, there so you, you get go. there, <laughs> and now does the club owner pick you up and drive you to the club?
4: Yeah, well, I mean, my main fear was getting sick immediately. I just didn't... I thought if I got sick, you know, at least if I can get home. I didn't want to be stuck in Oklahoma for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know, just either financially or mentally. Yeah, yeah. Um, seems like a bad idea, but flying was easy because... You know, people are wearing masks and there's no drink cart that bangs into your knee or elbow or whatever. And uh, the airport is less crowded. So well, as a, a person a who flies... F- no, I mean, I had open seat next to me, but Perfect. I was in first class. So that might have been a thing that they just do boy. for yeah. people. Up- I mean, I fly 40 times a year. I get a little status. But And also, like, even as you, you know, usually when you wait for your bags at the carousel, everyone stands around shoulder to shoulder waiting And you have to fight for a position when you see your bag. And everyone was actually keeping, you know, somewhat of a distance. And it's sort of like a social contract that, that, you know, I I would like to see everyone fly with masks in the future. Because the airport is probably one of the grossest places. It is like like kindergarten
0: uh, worse now. And so you get there. And you told me the owner was bringing you to the club, right? So you got to meet yeah. him, and did he tell you about how sanitized the club was, and how they had gone through with all this ET spraying machinery to get all the alien stench out? How did they, how did they prepare for you?
4: Well, this was the second week that uh, they were allowed to have full capacity, so everything was pretty much back to normal. Um, okay. But I, he picked me up, and he's like an ex-military, and he's a former air marshal. And, uh, so, uh, and I, have stayed at his house before, sometimes at the comedy club, instead of putting you up in a hotel, mm. they put you up at like the house or whatever. So I've seen, I know, you know, what channel he prefers and, uh, and he knows that I'm a little bit of a libtard. So, uh, oh, oh, I got okay. in his car yeah. and yeah, yeah. he wasn't wearing a mask. So I took my mask off and then he made fun of people wearing masks. You took your goes, mask,
0: mask off because of peer pressure from a, from a right winger? Really?
4: Uh yeah, I don't know. Oh, Just uh right Uyghur that's, yeah Yeah, he's paying the freight paying my, he, paying my bills. You don't want wanna to look like you, a like a puss tart. You yeah, do wanna come yeah. back from Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, you know. So
0: he made fun of masks.
4: Yeah it and must he have given you a great he, feeling. Yeah, well he he immediately I didn't react really when he made the joke and I and then he said, oh, I'm sorry, I know you you know, are a dumb liberal or whatever and uh he didn't say it like that but uh, and I say, no, tell me how you feel. And he was joking that, oh, back in the military, all the stuff they injected us with in the army probably made us immune to anything at this point. T- and uh, so yeah, it's probably not the best argument for it. But uh, but uh, I you think know.
0: having faith in your own immune system is awesome. I think sure. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that with Joe. So uh, anyway, you get to the club, you do your show. It worked out yeah, great. So
4: though. well, I wanna. I I got a little downtown Joe teaser here. All right. Um, I had a gun pulled on me. <sighs> Ooh. Ooh. Is that so take uh, the mask off. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. So uh, I went to. I I landed Wednesday night, and it was still uh, open mic. And uh, I ran to the club, but I already landed, and the and the show was over. But I met some other comics that were like, hey, we're going to go do another show at a bar real quick. Do you want to come? Not too enthusiastic about doing a a bar show. But uh, again, they're paying me. And it's my job. You know, I can't... I gotta not be Paulie Shore up there, so. And um, once again, you're probably just put me in front of people. I am dying, right? To exactly. Do some comedy. I mean, it's. And plus, the only sets I've done are in Tacoma, where the tables are all six feet apart. Yeah. So it's it's still not the best. That's like um, a comedy
0: condom, isn't it? It just removes a lot of the <laughs> yeah, sensation. Yeah, that's
4: it. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good analogy right there.
0: Um, I always throw these out, and then I tell Andrew he can use them if he wants, it's and he goes, funny. "That's might, all right. Thank you very much."
4: Yeah, I, you know, I'll write it down. I don't know. Yeah, uh, again, you got to test it in front of real people and see what they think. Only because he's um, in the will,
0: by the way. He doesn't really like the <laughs>
4: joke. That's funny. I, I all right. <laughs> I'm have kidding. some confidence in your jokes, yeah. man. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I don't like doing my favorite living, thing again. on the pod. Yeah, my favorite thing on the podcast is when your joke bombs and then you explain it to everybody, and that's always uh,
1: <laughs> try. Try my, I will promise not to be too funny because I don't want you guys to spray on me.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think that,
0: so I think you'll get a laugh on that, Joe. I love that's that. So that's awesome. <laughs> um, so I, Hold uh, on. I just tell in. Joe you'll write it exactly. Like, I saw it's Paul a really good doing joke. this, and it's really
1: kind of <laughs> You really can thoughtful. have it, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to be the on way, any the stage. the
0: last <laughs> time an interview went this bad was when we had Jay Leno on, and we tried to write jokes for him. It was great. <laughs> I
3: think This was
4: great. We're it's on a roll fine. here. He did
0: end, end up getting in Pedro a job eventually. So you get on you stage. You get so self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, so I get into the bar, and I forgot in Oklahoma, you can still smoke cigarettes wow. in bars. Oh. So now I'm... Uh, and, and you know, you can see it wafting through the air. And oh. uh, so you can see what which people huh. are breathing in which direction. Oh, and, yeah. and it kind of made it easier to dodge the coronavirus, you know? <laughs> um,
0: but it also made see, it because- easier for the virus to hitchhike on smoke particles, <laughs> yeah, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, I looked up the testing and it said, you know, uh, Oklahoma was at 7% positive rate, which means 7% of their tests were coming back positive. Mm. So... Anytime I walk into a bar or whatever, I just assume 7% of these people have it. And so you just got to look for the people with the red hats and assume that's <laughs> the dangerous one. Freedom fighters. Uh,
0: yeah. The freedom fighters.
4: Yeah. yeah. Right. So I do my, sh- I I only hang out in there for like 15. 15- I treat it kind of like a senior prom where I just hang out in the corner and uh, don't talk to any girls. But sure. uh, I uh, do the show and it goes well. And then I wait outside and uh, this big car with, Big rims and a booming system pulls up to the red light next to me. And the guy rolls, his, he's, his window's rolled down, and we made eye contact. And there's this part of this white guilt, I think, where you're like, I'm not scared at all. There's nothing wrong with this. Just a man who wants to show off his stereo system. So I go, yo, man, nice car. And he gives me a peace sign, and the light turns green, and he drives off. And if you thought that's where the gun was coming, you're very racist. and uh, that, wasn't it. bad, <laughs> that wasn't it. That wasn't it. So uh, anyway, they, um, the punchline is, I get to the comedy club the next day, and I see the bartender who used to work at the Tacoma Club I haven't seen they offered her a promotion to move to Oklahoma. That's how you get people out there. Sure. And, uh, and she goes, Or: oh, I'll give or you a him. new
0: basketball stadium?
4: One of those. Two. Sure. Yeah. 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 She says, uh, "Can I give you a hug?" And I say, "Of course." And then the security guard goes, "Wait." And he pulls a gun out and puts it to my forehead and takes my temperature. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> there
3: you go.
0: A thermometer gun.
4: There you go. Yeah.
0: All right. You don't need a waiting uh period in order. No to waiting one of those. period yeah. to
4: get one of those. That's no. Good. Bugs Bunny. So they-, uh, they can replace that Elmer Fudd's gun with yeah. a thermometer. <laughs> so before gun. you
0: could hug a waitress, he had to get your temperature with a with one of those remote temperature sensors.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so wow. it came now, back good. That's how they
2: That's how they open the strip clubs up, right? Every time you go near a stripper with yeah, a gun, they, they put that gun to your forehead, and you're good to go. you go. Actually, they put the thermometer somewhere
4: else for the strippers. But um, do, do hey, they check? The, do right. they check?
1: Do they check the audience coming in? Do they? Do they check everybody's temperature? That would actually be I a really think good so. policy.
4: I don't. I don't know for sure. I think they. I think they do. Uh, I mean, I don't. I arrive kind of before the audience, so I didn't really see that actually. But um, I don't know. That's actually an interesting point. Went well. Uh, You
0: were asked on a date after the show, was that the waitress who moved down from Tacoma?
4: (laughs) No, that's funny. Um, No, I just, I think, uh, just a a gal wrote her name and number on a napkin and handed it to me.
0: That happens to comedians, um, doesn't it?
4: Occasionally. I don't tend to follow up on it because it, you know, I'm getting off work at midnight and uh, nothing good happens after midnight, so, um, you know. Oh, well, there are. Some I used to, yeah, well, I used. I mean, I used to uh, to get laid a little more often after the show, but then I think the third time I got chlamydia, I decided that, um, uh,
1: uh, you
4: know, probably not a fun as fun as you want it to be
1: well and now i have I mean, a funny story about that one time <laughs> a whole new level of oh, health worry i mean no i was just gonna oh, say absolutely you, i mean it used to be dangerous but now it's uber dangerous to yeah. even be with right.
4: people you know much less total strangers
0: so. yep. including asymptomatic. i mean that's i
4: thought about for sure i thought about getting on tinder because of the you know i'm finally at 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 my house for a while and i could meet someone but i figured they have enough diseases on there as it is so I joined uh, Farmers Only, and because, uh, you know, the way on the country, the virus hasn't even got there yet, Not yet no. and the uh, they I'm have thinking. a six-month food supply. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> Middle America is calling our name. I, I'm envious of you going to Oklahoma. I think that's a, although it's pretty hot hot spot mm-hmm. there. I want to I go
4: a little north.
0: Now, you were in the south. Uh, did you see any toppled Confederate statues while you were there?
4: <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't run into anything. The, the Confederate statue thing is interesting to me. I, I, I kind of feel for both sides of it. Because, on the one hand, the Confederacy lasted four years. That's not really heritage, that's like a phase you went through in college. <laughs> um, but on the other hand, like I had a girlfriend for three months that I still write jokes about two years later. So I get it. It's hard to get over stuff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But then you worry, like, how far are they going to go with this, right? They're talking about taking down Lincoln, and they're talking about taking down other stuff. And I just found out they took down the statue of Bill Cosby that was in Disneyland a few years ago. And they're erasing our history. All right, that joke doesn't work on stage either. So I don't know. That's, that's why you needed. <laughs> well, touch it. I've heard that one a
1: couple we're, times. We're all, just, we're all thinking. Yeah, there's a Bill yeah. uh, well, at just, Disney? it needs. No. It needs a
4: tag. Oh yeah. T-
0: well, t- t- what
1: I'm thinking is, you keep saying you've been to the South. Oklahoma is not by any stretch of the imagination the South. Oklahoma is the the Midwest heading towards West. Bob, there's a there uh, the, the there is nobody in Oklahoma that fought for the for the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. That was a that's a, that's the not that the Union. Deep South
0: was on the East back then. That's right. Very, very important. All right. Sports is coming back. Uh, Did you read that Cam Newton was signed to uh, replace Tom Brady for the Patriots, you guys? Well, I think they're going with their other guy, right? Oh, did they decide?
4: Well, I mean, I think that's what they've been saying the whole time is that they have faith in the the other guy. But oh. I like Cam Newton. We'll see if he can get healthy enough. He's and there in case we'll they need
0: a pro, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: but, he's on the roster, and they f- barely pay in the guy. I mean, I was surprised. Only absolute 7 million. minimum.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Well,
2: absolute uh, minimum. Like eight hundred,
0: eight hundred thousand. Yeah, how's he going to get by on that? Plus, I he know. gets a federal stimulus check, I assume. But that's,
4: that's plus he gets six hundred bucks on right? top yeah. of that, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> that's why Kaepernick hasn't signed with the NFL team. The the unemployment yes. is too good a money. <laughs> so much better. Yeah, he's got a raise. Uh, all right. Well, Andrew, hey, this, you think before,
2: sports before, are hold on? But yeah. before sports are gone, did you see what is it the Detroit Tigers are doing, Joe? About the uh, the cutouts in the stands. No, are they going to put some in there? Well, what they're, and I read this last night. Um, they are letting their fans buy life-size cutouts of themselves. And you buy them and, you, and they'll put, put them in a seat in the stadium for a game. Because they're playing in front of empty stadiums. Oh, I
0: heard this. Yeah. But All for right. the
2: players, it'll look like the stadiums are full. And if a foul ball hits your cutout, they'll mail you the foul ball.
1: Wow, Awesome. The, uh, they they do that in uh, in Korea. I don't know if they do the foul ball part, but they put the cutouts in. If you if you think the Tigers have a chance, by the way, two hundred to one right now on Detroit. I'm almost thinking about throwing a little on that, just because uh, right now, if you uh, are at all a gambler, which I am, I've never seen two hundred to one odds. This is a sixty game sprint this is not a full season and as of two days ago you could get 200 to one on the mariners the tigers the giants and the pirates and uh, you know i don't know if any of them will win but Two hundred to one. That's that's that's, that's a lot of that's yeah. The Mariners insanity. only have to play
4: the first half of a season. You know, our odds are pretty that's, good. Yeah, I've got
1: my ticket. I'm I'm can't wait to cash it. It might be this might be the year. I think. Not, in,
4: you know, I've I've seen it at like college. They used to do like KY jelly wrestling, but I think maybe you know we could televise some Purell wrestling. Just girls in bikinis wrestling. <laughs> That's each pretty other. good. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: People are hard up, man, right now. I'm telling you, any, uh, any, uh, anything that you don't know what the result is going to be at the end, be it a comedy set or a minor league baseball game, people want want to be. Entertained and not just movies and things that are pre-recorded live live entertainment is at a premium right now and in fact i'm tempted to come to tacoma that's uh this weekend the third and are you going to be there the fourth of july second
4: second and third second and third uh, of july yeah 7 30 and 10 p.m on friday and then just 7 30 on thursday
0: all right andrew rivers comedian hey, thank you thank you very much comedian is a girl actually comedian uh, and get
4: my pronouns I'm, right.
0: I'm glad you're okay. Call me in three to five days and let me know how you're yeah. feeling after that plane ride. All okay. right.
4: That's yeah, good. yeah. Maybe, maybe skip the show this weekend. You know. Yeah.
2: We're playing 15 days. Yeah. yeah. All right. guys
0: <laughs> Bob, Spike, and Joe. Remember, if you get in uh, on the Patreon before next week. You might be part of that special invitation-only invitation Patreon Zoom call we're going to have. Uh, and who knows? We might have a special guest. That's going to do it for us. A uh, long one today, folks. Over 90 minutes. Thank you all. And we'll close with some special live in Bob's Garage. Now, do you know what they named that giant dust cloud coming from the Sahara? It's over Florida right now? It was a uh, Godzilla? Godzilla. Here's Blue Oyster Cult recorded specifically for us way back in about 1993. Blue Oyster Cult, live in Bob's Garage. Uh, we were all there way back in the day. And uh, Spike, I have an idea for you. As you move into your freshly repainted house, mm-hmm. why don't you put the Blue Oyster Cult logo symbol on the roof again like you did <laughs> when you were a kid?
2: I'll see if there's any extra white paint when they leave. Yeah, That'd be great.
0: It'd be awesome. You should have that <laughs> on your house again. All right, guys, take care.
2: Bob, Spike, and Joe.